You're listening to the Burst Ball Podcast. Burst Ball, talking up the Scottish game. Podcast on um, on the air and after a month off, I believe, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my East Coast brothers, uh, Tom and Ryan. How are you today, guys? Yeah, brilliant. I'm a bit hungover, but I'm fine. We've got hungover. Yeah, the Fury's um, Fury's night. Well, the nightlife of air. Sorry, caught up with you guys last night. Um, uh, also, the ever present Lewis Kemp is here. Uh, yep. And although I'm hosting today, Lewis, you're the real host. Tell us why. Uh, because this is my house, uh, <laughs> and yeah. So, but being a good host as I am, I've made everyone pancakes, which uh, delightful. Very yeah. good, very big, big round pancake, and that was, that was it all was. it was. No, yeah. nothing else though. We didn't really whipped yeah. cream, just butter. Unfortunately, no. Um, we've not get we've not got those luxuries in the in the flat, bed due to student cuts and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> budget cuts in here. Yeah, uh, the, the pancakes were there anyway. Light, that was good. Light and fluffy. Like light and fluffy hair. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll go along with that. Well, um, you can leave it. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get stuck right into the action for the the weekend preview. Of course, this is Friday afternoon we're recording, and there is a game tonight. Friday football, um, at, live at Rugby Park, Kilmarnock versus Hearts. I think it's on BT Sport. Is it, guys? Is it? Yeah. 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 Um, they'll probably have already been by the time we. Um, Talk about it. So of course Kilmarnock did win two one with course, a Chris yeah. Boy double, yeah. 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 Uh, which will you be better ask Kemp because he's the magical yeah. mystery predictor. Yeah, I, I, I done it on the Monday show and it didn't work out at all. Yeah. Um, I think. Although I did, I did predict yeah. that Smyrna would win. What, yeah. what was the one again? We we did it on Rangers. Yeah, it was Rangers. Yes. Uh, I said Rangers would win two one. Oh, yeah. phenomenal. Um, yeah. So Kilmarnock versus Hearts. Um, Friday football. Uh, Hearts need to win more than Kilmarnock. Probably you'd think uh, with Thistle breathing down their necks. Uh, who'd have even said that six months ago? Uh, Lewis, talk up this game. Uh, well, <laughs> again, by the time you're probably listening to this, it's already been. But um, it's a very interesting game, and it's one that I think um, I can see why the broadcasters have went for it. I know we'll probably talk later on about um, splits and certain games not been picked and stuff, but this is a, a cracking game, I think. And uh, yeah, I think it's one that I think. Both teams probably could do with a win. Um, I think from Kilmarnock's point of view, uh, because they'll be playing teams around them, as for both teams will be playing teams around them, but Kilmarnock, obviously, they don't want to get dragged into relegation at all. Uh, whereas with Hearts, they still will have ambitions of finishing in the European places. So, uh, yeah, big game, I think. But uh, as I said, it's probably already been Hearts and already been pumped by Kilmarnock. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, I mean... Guys, talking about the Hearts this season as a whole, I mean, they're fifth just now, but would you say it's been a bit of a failed season? I think if Cathro manages to get them into Europe, I think he'll pass as an acceptable season by the skin of his teeth, because chances are you back Celtic to win the Scottish Cup, which would mean fourth place then becomes a European spot, is that right? I think it's only if Hibs don't make the final. I'm sure because... Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I think if Hibs lose the semi-final, fourth place becomes... Uh, the European game. Oh, well, well, obviously, and Rangers and or Aberdeen uh, don't fit end up. Yeah, well, if, yeah. They, if, if they stay where they are, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't really think there's much danger of that. Sorry, Ryan, you go. Uh, yeah, just so I think Hearts, they kind of need to get themselves together a wee bit, just get back ahead of St Johnston. And I think Cathro's managed to go from a position where he can't put himself under pressure, but he has just with the extremely <laughs> poor run of form that he seems to have put together. Right, also the Saturday games, uh, we'll start off with uh, Dundee versus Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton can leapfrog Dundee with a win. Uh, Dundee, six defeats on the bounce and uh, no wins in two months, if you want to go like that. Um, also, there was an international break in there. Uh, Hamilton are unbeaten in three. Massive game for both teams, Tom. Yeah, because I've said it before, but the two months ago, the, uh, the plan for Dundee was top six and virtually since then, it's just crumbled. I think it's a big game for Hartley because I wouldn't be surprised if they take a bit of a beating. The, that Harley could be gone Saturday night, Monday morning. You think so? Yeah. You think he wouldn't see out the season? Mm. If it's any more than... I think even a defeat would bring real pressure on him. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, a defeat would really... Like, um, I, I think there would certainly... There's already causes, I suppose, at the moment, given how bad the run they've been on, but um, I think when you start losing to Hamilton, 
very many questions that need to be asked. However, I just I still don't see. I think it's just too late in the season to be sacking the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only got like I, I, I mean, hypothetically after this game, there'll be five games left. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see them sacking that sacking them that mm-hmm. close to the end of the season. But I don't know. Stranger things have happened, but. I think the most disappointing thing for Dundee fans is that they would have wanted to, to see a reaction from their team after getting beat 7-0 at home to Aberdeen and they haven't really showed any signs of doing that and I think that's what's most disappointing for them aside from their shocking run of form. Yeah, I think if we remember back to the Rangers game they were absolutely brilliant in it and um, it's just a completely different team really. I mean, they, they, they beat Rangers and then they obviously went to uh, Fir Park and the following week and won 5-1 or 5-0, was it 5-0 at half-time I think? It was... Uh, Absolutely incredible, and then since then they've gone on that horrible run of losing to Park Thistle, St Johnston, Celtic. Obviously, is Celtic the, the hammering uh, a couple of weeks ago against Aberdeen, um, I think, and Ross County, yeah. and then obviously Hearts. So I mean, it's I just, think out with Ross County though, like those teams are all fairly decent, and it's, I don't think there's too much of a. It's, it's not a it's not a massive shock that they have been beaten there. Mm-hmm. They'll be disappointed given the manner of the games and especially your your Aberdeens mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, I think I think realistically they weren't going to get that many points from this kind of run of games anyway. However, when you start losing to Hamilton, I think mm-hmm. again, as I said, I, I think there would be some real pressure on that. I, I mean, think Hamilton have won away from home all season so I think if you're looking to <laughs> pick up points it's against Hamilton at home I might see the draw to each at the start of the season as well this uh, Dens Park uh, was Dundee it 1-1 was it 1-1 yeah, yeah. it was 1-1 yeah. I saw it yeah. I don't know why it was Dundee won the other game 1-0 right. in Hamilton that was when uh, the boy I can't remember his name but scored an absolute yeah. bell um, of a goal for Hamilton yeah, I was writing about this last week, but I've forgotten who it was. As well. <laughs> of course, the Dundee United fan uh, yeah. writing for the Dundee Match yeah. Programme. Uh, so where do your loyalties lie then, just now? Would you like to see a, a Dundee Derby come back next year? The United, yeah. United. Dundee. United. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dundee City. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably the top flight, but I just cannot see that happening. Well, they, well they, they, they might go yeah. down, because as you said, you, you don't think... Dundee Derby in the playoff. No, oh. I'd, I'd rather finish fifth if I'm being totally <laughs> <laughs> I think we called that or someone called that earlier on the season then the question got asked would uh, would Dundee be relegated by Dundee United this year and it's it still possibly it's may still happen possible uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd, yeah. be so, it'd be something else it'd be a complete collapse I think really needed from Dundee but I mean they're very much in a way to do that yeah. yeah I mean similar to Dundee United last year possibly yeah. so it's, it's, not, like, it's not a match we want it's the match we need they need the redemption from their form similar to Hibs when they went into a bit yeah. of a rut mm-hmm. uh, and they ended up getting relegated they seemed to be in an okay position pushing for top six and then found themselves abseiling towards the relegation abseiling that's a good one um, the only other news coming out of Hamilton this week is uh, that they've released Jesus Garcia Tena and Dan Seaborn um, 13 appearances between the two of them this season Dan Seaborn had all 13 Hey, Garcia Tena has not, has not actually played uh, since July. I think you know, I actually have to say that then. Like, no, no, I, I thought I'd make a, more of a <laughs> joke out of it, Lewis. You kind of maybe just ruin okay, my point sorry. there, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue. So, uh, Trust no, me, you did say the joke. Yeah, uh, probably no real loss for, for either side. Well, sorry, for Hamilton. Um, as we already said, crunch time for Hartley. So, we'll, we'll move on to the, the, the basement battle, really, for this weekend. I mean, Oh, or Dundee and Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, well, they're, they're both bait, but I mean, these two are the bottom yeah, two teams. Right. Motherwell versus Inverness. Uh, hence why I wrote basement battle on my, my script there, Lewis. Uh, Inverness lose. Are they gone, guys? Is that uh, possibly be a fair assessment? Because it is going to be very difficult. I mean, they're already four behind just now. Seven points for a team that's not won in about seven games is pretty difficult to We've said come back. that for like the last five or six weeks for these previous shows we've also asked, I think the question's always been asked is this what I must win do Inverness need to win this game and they've pretty much drawn most of the games they've lost the last two but um, I don't know like yeah but like, it's, it's difficult because they, they, they're not winning these games so I don't know but the teams above them aren't really picking up many points either no. so it's so it's kind of stayed the same yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Hamilton obviously have picked up some points, and that's given yeah. given them a wee bit of breathing space. Uh, and Inverness have given them something more to kind of worry about now. But I don't know. I just 
I say it's difficult when it's every week and we're, we're talking about it. I mean, from what I've seen of Inverness this season, they've actually been okay. Like they've put in some good performances. Like the one 0 defeat for Todry, I was there, and they gave us more problems than most teams would at Pataudry. Uh and looking at our team, you have to say they have the players capable of getting them out there, but it's just whether can they actually get the results. I mean, going in potentially these either side, you you would think would be possibly going for that. Well, Inverness probably their aim is maybe even just to get into that eleventh place, which doesn't seem ambitious because it isn't really. However, would do we trust either of these sides, or I suppose any of the, the bottom four going into a playoff against potentially an on form? Morton, Falkirk. I mean, happened last season. Obviously, with Falkirk were flying, Kilmarnock were rotten, and Kilmarnock came out on top. So I think I would fancy the Premiership side. Um, Is it set up then, probably for the Premiership side to? Oh yeah, to definitely, definitely yeah. weighed in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Premiership side's favour. But I yeah. think as well, there's a tendency when teams are doing well in the Championship to sometimes <sighs> high in expectations somewhat. Um, I don't think there's. I, I, I reckon an Inverness would probably. I need to beat majority of the, the, the teams. They obviously, as long as Hibs win the league, I think. Yeah. I, I, I would be surprised if the Premiership team uh, would succumb to the Championship one. Well, well, one team that definitely will not be succumbing to relegation this season is uh, Partick Thistle. They have now secured their status in the league, they've secured their status in the top, uh, top six for this season. And they travel to Ibrox in a in a pretty buoyant mood, to be honest. I mean, you can say the same about Rangers, obviously, after last week's win at Pataudry. We will not talk about that. Me and Ryan do not talk about that game. I've not been on. I will not talk about that game. Um, I don't even know what the score was. Um, but... I think, part, we, I think we're going to end up talking about it. I think we're, we probably will. A super injunction being taken out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Giggs. Um, so, we'll, we'll talk. I think it's... Pot, it, the, the thing we've got to do is really talk up Park Thistle just now. I mean, it's been a phenomenal season now for them, considering they've now gotten in that um, that top six. Considering, I think, back in November, they'd only had one win all season. Up in that. I mean, that's it's incredible achievement from Alan Archul's men, Lewis. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but I'm just wondering, I don't, is a record against the top kind of five... Um, is it that great this season? I don't know. I don't think so. They've lost twice the Rangers. Yeah. They've lost... The games against Aberdeen, yeah, three now, uh, and they've obviously lost the Celtic game. Oh, obviously they drew last week with Celtic. Um, I think I, to be fair, they, they I think, were excellent. I, I can't themselves. think. I can't think if they beat Hearts. You know, um, like, um, they must have taken points over Hearts. Yeah, they beat them two one at Fernhill. Yep, and then they drew them at Tincastle. Well, so the record's yeah. actually probably better than maybe I thought, but I think the like, record at Ibrox is horrendous. Ibrox's got a good record against Hearts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like just going back to the Celtic game when when we played them, they were excellent that night. They they really they set up perfectly well, um, and it was just a case of I think for them, you know, riding your luck to an extent, but also coming there with a game plan, and it will be a similar situation uh, when they go to Ibrox because. Um, I know Rangers don't have the home record now thing, whatever it was, but um, certainly still a, a not an easy place to go, Ibrox, to, to pick up any points. Um, and I think it will just be a case of um, just coming in with a kind of clear game plan and the confidence as well will really help with them, I think. Would you say that Alan Archibald be manager of the season if you take away Brendan Rodgers? If you take away Brendan Rodgers... Uh, Perhaps, but I, I don't even saw a few of those stories in the rounds. I, I hate, I hate those. Personally, I hate them. Those, those when, you, when you're tipping another manager for the league winners. I, I mean, Rogers. Like, I, I know it's difficult because, like, obviously, there's there's different factors in play in terms of budgets and stuff. Um, and there's all oh, my grand can manage to tell you apart. <laughs> but um, in the day, he can't. He can't have done any more. He has. One, you know, one every single game. Well, well, unbeaten this season. Not quite one every single game, but uh, could have been the Redimps. He could have been the Pet. Come on, say it. I mean, we're still off for a treble as well. If we count that, so it's he can't have done anything more. So I don't, I don't buy that that whole argument at all. But um, and even if it is, if we're asking, is he manager of this of the season for um, out with all other clubs? I don't know if I would necessarily go that far I think Tommy Wright yeah, is definitely in that conversation um, although Archibald has done a very good job and I think it has as well gone under the radar somewhat but 
Yeah, of course, Ryan uh, bringing up the, the comments made there by um, the Park Thistle general manager this week, saying that um, if you know finances dictate the league, and therefore like he thinks that uh, Alan Archibald should be the, the manager of the year. Certainly, you, know, you can't I, take I, I, I Remember, they've got the the, the wheels and yeah. millions. So uh... yeah, I, uh, it's the family that won the lottery, isn't it? Is it the uh, they got standing dust? And of course, the, the big news coming out of Park this week is that. Uh, They've announced that they're, they're going to build a, a brand new tra- state-of-the-art training complex uh, somewhere, I think, within the limits of the stadium. Um, I think it's about four four million or something yeah. that they've, uh, they've think so. got planning permission yeah. for that rather easily. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> unlike other clubs in well, in Scotland. So, uh, but no, I'll, I'll say all the best to, to party the solid uh, um, Saturday uh, because I don't really want Rangers to win. Um, because I, I mean, you th- you think. They'll be they'll be buoyant after last week's victory at Tawdry. Um Can they? Well, can they catch Aberdeen? Well, do, will they? Will there be? Is there now a, a belief that they can do it? Probably within the, within the camp. They'll be buoyant, but just remember um, before the Aberdeen game, they did struggle again. I mean, out with Hamilton, they were they were struggling in those mm-hmm. two games. So um, you never know. Um, but I think I think the Aberdeen game will. will Completely change things at Rangers, and I think I think they sh- they'll win pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. the only news, of course, coming out is that uh, Barry Mackay still seems to be out of the picture at Ibrox. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. just just briefly on Barry Mackay. I mean, do we see his future line elsewhere? Yeah, because he he doesn't want to sign a contract. He's only got a year left. Also, Halloran's training with him in their twenties as well. I saw that as well. So yeah. that severely impacts their wide options. I don't think. Well, always in the short time or, or the short term. Uh, maybe it does impact him mm. if if yeah, if he's out of favour mm. and the contract thing's never okay. like you think that will your head. Mm. But um, Barry McKay f- for me, I think I don't think it's the worst thing if he, if Rangers let go of him. I think he's found water in a lot of big games yeah. for Rangers. Um, I think he's a player that you know when when you say they'll quit you, players will go hiding. You can see that he did all right against Aberdeen, but I think you know, know like he do fitting well goes hiding oh, in big games. Right, yeah. No, I think just we don't talk about that, Ryan. We do. We said. I I don't think like obviously when he's on his game, he's he's outstanding, and I think you know if he played like that every week, then he would be in the Scotland squad. He would he he would be getting more plaudits, and I think he would probably be worth his contract. But I think in the moment, it's, mm. I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world to fill him go. Apart from anything else, I think he's probably got quite high sell-on value at this stage. In terms of oh, oh aye, obviously there's still the contract, but yeah. I suppose maybe not quite six million. Yeah, because it was tipped early season, but I think they could get a fair, fair old whack. But, but, but I mean, if he was doing that on a consistent basis, there's no reason why six million, or no reason why they couldn't have got six million mm-hmm. for him. Obviously, there's the contract situation as well, mm-hmm. and the fact that he has been quite inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and well, the final game on on Saturday, uh, I say the final game, they're all kicking off at the same time, but is uh, St Johnston versus Aberdeen. Uh, Ryan, we'll come to you just. Just briefly on will Aberdeen respond? Yes or no? Uh, I actually found a stat that you you tend to find that Derek McKenna's sides respond. We've since getting beat by Ross County two one in the league up in mm-hmm. Dingwall. They have put together a pattern of they win five and then lose one, win five and then lose one. So going on that, you'd have to say yes, they will respond. But we have found it difficult against St Johnston this season. It's only a late minute. Last minute goal separates us in terms of. In the cup game you're talking yeah. about, yeah, they're both nil nil in the the league games, wasn't it? Pretty drab affairs the opening day of the season, and then. And I kind of expected to be pretty much the same. That's maybe a narrow victory for either team, but I don't think there'll be much in it. St Johnson beat you three nil this time, roughly this time last season. Was it in the split? Yeah, at, it was the game. Yeah, damage, yeah, yeah, it was awful. It was in the telly. I remember mm-hmm. watching. It was horrendous. It was just there. Confirmed Scott Brown that he was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah. I mean that the, these games this season. I mean, I think in, in years gone by, these games have always produced goals, which is quite a bizarre thing to think. When this season, it's just been obviously as I, Ryan said, the last minute goal in the in the cup game, the cup quarter final, Epitori from Rooney was the only goal that separated the sides of the season. St Johnston are very stubborn as a team anyway, and I think they're. They, they should be applauded for that, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they go into the big games this season, they've done pretty well. I mean, you think even the, the Celtics and Johnston game when it was they were 2 1 up at half, was it 2 1 at half time? And then obviously Celtic came back and ripped them apart yeah. in the second half. So they, they've got that kind of almost like they, do, they will rise to the occasion in a big game. It just depends if they'll do it this weekend. I mean, 
fourth place, as we talked about earlier, could be massive this season. Once again, St Johnston are have found themselves in in that in a very healthy position in the league. They'll be they'll be looking to. Well, they'll be looking at Aberdeen to do them a favour in the Scottish Cup next week and then they'll be looking right to consolidate that fourth place. I think also, because there's been the whole thing at Hamilton that's just probably dominated proceedings at St Johnson and, and the news of late, but I think since since that game they've, they've, they've won both their games mm-hmm. uh, and have won them both pretty comfortably as well. Um, so I think out of all the kind of... Out of all the teams they're going to face after a pretty... Humiliating defeat as what last week was for you, just to kind of remind you again about it. Um, it's de- definitely St Johnson's not the team I would want to be facing, no. uh, certainly at the moment. No, they just seem to know how to play against us. Uh, and that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the problem is that Matt says to seem to be able to get himself up for the big games, but it's against the sort of bottom six sides that they've struggled and their form hasn't really been that great against those kind of sides. Well, the the game on Sunday, of course, is uh, the champions, newly elected champions. Well, since I've been on anyway, they've, they've became champions. Uh, Celtic. Uh, they travel to Ross County. A big game, obviously, for Ross County. I mean, you look at it earlier on the season when the, the sides played up and down. Well, Ross County were very much in the game, if I remember yeah. rightly, up yeah. until Celtic scored, and then I think they just uh, it finished three 0 in the end, which sounds sounds quite bizarre that you think of Ross County were in the game, but they were they were very much in that lose. Yeah, and there's gonna be a. There's definitely going to be a dilemma on the hands of Rodgers, I think, because um, it's now whether he... Because obviously we've got the semi-final next week, which has, again, dominated proceedings for, for Celtic for quite a while now. It's been on the horizon, and I think we've been very aware of it. Um, and so it's it's whether... Because as you said, it was a very tough game the last, uh, last time we played Dingwall. So are, are we going to rest players for this game? Can we afford to rest players? Will we get any injuries? It's, uh, it offers up quite a lot of uh, interesting questions as to what kind of what happens in the lineup and stuff. But I think I think as as long as we have the core there, I think we should be okay. But um, I just hope we don't get, hope we don't get any injuries really. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, it was also a good point that Lewis just brought up there, Tom, about the, the semi final ne- next week. The difference between this time last season and obviously with Celtic is even though they, they probably had the the, season, the title wrapped up maybe a game into the split, they didn't have a Scottish Cup final to look forward to. You know, um, They didn't have that unbeaten streak either as well, so there was nothing really to play for in the league. And I remember there was games that they went down to St Johnston, it went up to St Johnston and got beat yeah. quite comfortably. This won't happen this season with Celtic, will it? I mean, they're going to be going right till the end in every league yeah. game, do you think? Yeah, they should. Uh, they've got a lot more quality this this season than they had this time last season um, and <laughs> the Aberdeen game has thrown a bit of span in the works in terms of thing, if Rangers had been going into that having drawn or got beat I think there would be less riding on the game maybe yeah. be more, be, I think Rangers fans had that been the they would have rather won the cup game and lost the league game whereas now I think it's Bit of both. So there's a lot more importance in the league game as well between the two sides. I don't even think that though. Like the fact that um, the last time I know we talked about game two weeks ago, so I'll try and keep it brief. But um, obviously, the last time we played Rangers, uh, we drew with them, and it was a game that a lot of people, or a result, a lot of people didn't really expect or see coming. Mm-hmm. So the point they will go in with a lot of confidence going into that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's in terms of the game on Sunday. I think <sighs> it, 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 it is really difficult because ideally, at this time of the season. And also, because um, Celtic will have a, a very short turnaround, given the European fixtures, uh, the, mm-hmm. the qualifiers coming up in July, um, ideally at this point in the season you'd want to rest a few of your players. And so I think we will do that, but I don't think it'll be as many as what you normally would have, mm-hmm. given we've got this unbeaten thing and uh, we can't really afford now to, to lose games, I think. Yeah, well, we'll move away from the, the well the, the this weekend anyway, the Scottish Premiership. Um, quick, just a quick uh, note about the, the obviously the post split fixtures have been, finally been announced. I think four weeks in delay it seems. Uh, um, also been a lot of talk about some of the televised games. I don't quite have my list up. I think someone um, mentioned it in our group chat the other day about the um, uh, the, about the, the televised games. I think obviously we all knew that the old firm game was going to be mm-hmm. televised, and then. I think it's more the, the, the timing of the fixtures, though, are kind of a bit lack, odd. It's, it's the lack of um, bottom six fixtures on the TV for me. There's yeah. only two, two games yeah. for the bottom and six. And then one of them, the first game week. Is that right? Yeah, I think 
I think of the first three weeks of this of the split. Yeah. Uh, whereas with Celtic, like four of the five games up until five Celtic games. Yeah. Or so is it? Is yeah. it? Am I not thinking it's a rule that all away uh, all old firm games ha- are on the telly? There's. I think there's a rule that it's not a rule, but it's almost no, like it happens. No, that's isn't not, it? That's, I think there was a, some sort of rule where like uh, Celtic Rangers have to play on separate days because it's easier to police and the police don't want them playing at the same uh-huh. time. But. Um, Oh, oh, obviously play the same day but like play different times they can't play at the same time Yeah. Um, which is why you'll see them playing mm-hmm. on midweek Rangers will play on a Tuesday or Saturday playing on a Tuesday or mm-hmm. for one of them playing on a Wednesday type thing yeah I mean yeah. I'm just looking at the fixtures just now in the televised games there's only one televised game in the last week- weekend of the season and that's the, the Celtic versus Hearts game obviously Celtic will be lifting league title that day um, the bottom six all play on the Saturday uh, before and there's yeah. You know the the games that there's no televised games. There's, I mean, there's no, but there's obviously the um, the I, playoffs are televised. Mm, yeah, but get two picks. I think I think there's two. They can still pick two games. I'd be teased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, there, and there has been occasions. Obviously, we talk about the the Hibs Kilmarnock game a couple of years ago, where the I think Sky were wanting to cover that. It was the last day of the season, and Hibs basically refused because they were But I, I don't really know if I see that happening mm-hmm. this time. I think that. But I think most of those teams would probably uh, be quite happy to have the games televised in the last day of the season. So we could still see that, but I think just overall in the fixtures, like, I don't. Is there any that stand out that you think, right? I mean, because I was talking to Ryan earlier on about the, the Rangers game at the Rangers Avenue game. At, I, I, it's a Wednesday night at, at Ibrox. It's quite a bizarre one because I know that those games are never, rarely televised at Ibrox, but it's still quite a strange one. Then that, that week, there's there's the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games. Uh, I think Celtic are at Fur Hill, and that's televised. Mm. Just, I, I, I think that, that that's the one I think that probably stands out the most that would Rangers one however I think in general I don't think the fixtures are that great in terms of TV in, te- in terms of how they've kind of worked out in terms of your TV and stuff um, I don't think they've really he- helped the broadcasters however in saying that obviously the broadcasters haven't really helped themselves and they've picked some really shy games um, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you Um I can. It's weird because Aberdeen Celtic on a Friday as well. I, I quite like Friday night football though. I think it's. Uh, I, I was very surprised. That was. I, I was certain that the Aberdeen Celtic game was going to be midweek. I was really surprised that was a Friday night. And that's yeah. That'll be interesting, but. Uh, well, I mean, obviously that that's that's the sorry the, those fixtures start next week. So um, we've still got a weekend review to a uh, weekend preview. Sorry to, uh, to finish here in a Ladbrokes Championship um. Tom, we'll start with your, yourselves. You guys are on the telly. You're on yeah. you're talking about the TV games. You're on BBC Alba this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Five fifteen on Saturday night against Air United at Somerset. Um, well, I mean, is it is it a difficult game? I mean, is there anything really riding on it for Dundee United? Yeah. Everything's riding on it for for Air. Yeah, it's a massive game for both sides because obviously Air are what three points off of all that tenth. Two off a ninth, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, and we've sort of <laughs> uh, second as a massive priority for us I think if, if that's our best chance I, I can't see us going six games and getting through the playoffs um, but we did we struggled there earlier on in the season only beaten 1-0 with the goal from Obadai who's now gone which is a bit worrying when, when did he leave? I, January I, yeah. I tipped him to yeah. flop the season but yeah. I just in the season preview he I just flopped out the league <laughs> he did, did, he, did he go anywhere or was he just uh, Burry he's done alright there Burry yeah. or is it Oldham one of the two alright um, but yeah, we were really struggled against them. We were a different outfit because that was still that was on the that was on the edges of the good run we were on. Whereas now we're slightly picking up. I wouldn't say we're mm-hmm. nearly back there, but two two wins in ten. Yeah, but <laughs> when were the last two the two wins in the last three games? Oh, three wins in ten. That's well, three wins in ten. Sorry, and then there's a there's a draw, an honourable draw at uh, Falkirk, yeah, which we should have won. Well, can't the post and Murray missed a couple of good chances. Um, but yeah, so it's a massive game for both sides, and yeah, well, certainly, also Ian McCall's side are, are fighting for their lives. They, they, I mean, they've lost their last three. They did win two in a row, but they've lost. They've they're the team that have really struggled for form this season. Um, if you compare them to obviously St Mirren, who have now gone three points clear of them, who have only got one defeat in ten, that just tells you everything really. In the so obviously, it, it is difficult for Air being a part time club, being the new club in the league, and things like this, but. It's I think a, from where they were, it's a bit disappointing because they they were almost getting away from that pack at the bottom at one point in the season. I think they've just found their level, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I think they've 
done a bit of a Hamilton, mind Hamilton were top of the league in the Scottish Premiership at one point. Yeah, I've heard the first, first, season, after the first month or something. Uh, like, yeah. They've kind of done a bit like that. Um, and they've just kind of plummeted. I, I think they've kind of picked the worst time as well um, to go on a losing run. I, they hadn't... Like early on in the season, they'd had some credible performances, incredible results, um, and it hadn't been, you know, it'd been up and down, but it wasn't. There wasn't any real um, calls from the call to go, or there wasn't any real dissatisfaction. Don't even know what I'm saying here. Anyway, <laughs> right, it, it wasn't as bad now as then as it was now, and they've been on a real poor run of late, and. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do fear for them, but it doesn't really surprise me too much. But no. I mean, this game will be interesting. But I think, I, I think Dun United. I know what you're saying, Tom. Is you can't always really say they've turned the corner yeah. yet. However, I think both mm. performances you'd say the last two games have been pretty decent. And yeah. I think all things considered, you are going against up against the tenth with the bottom place team. Yeah. So I think uh, I think you should probably be at least getting something from it. If not winning it, yeah. I think at this point here, I probably need to need three points. I don't see them getting that. I think if Dundee United were to, as Tom said about the form going into the, in the playoffs is so crucial that you know like they, they need to be going into it with some sort of kind of results backing them up to to suggest that they're even going to get out of the playoffs. You know, never mind getting up into the Premier League. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So Marin go to the Falkirk Stadium this week. I'm absolutely buzzing off of that result in midweek against. Um, Morton four one result four one result at Capolo, uh, absolutely phenomenal performance. Just briefly there, Lewis on uh, from obviously it wasn't televised, not seen the game, but brilliant brilliant result for Sibiri who it pushes them further away from that relegation battle. Yeah, and a mystic prediction. I think I said one 0 Sibiri. So even though I thought Sibiri would kind of upset the odds somewhat, I didn't expect it to be as comfortable and as comprehensive as as they ended up being. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the goals, and uh, I think Marlon scored an absolute screamer as well. Yeah, I, did see that. Um, I, I think, uh, I think that that was the real turning point because I remember earlier on the season when they went to uh, Capio and they really, Capilo. sorry, I don't know what I'm <laughs> uh, they went to Capo and they really struggled, and there was a real, real heat there with the fans and the and the players, and um, again they've. There's almost been a complete turnaround since then, and uh, they're ritualing now. They're getting, they're getting all the kind of rewards they deserve, I think. Now. Definitely. I mean, Jack, Jack Ross has, has done a phenomenal job there, really, considering that even at the start of the season, well, sorry, at the start when he came in, there was a lot of people just a wee bit almost like, oh, it's like another Ian Murray, almost like a young manager that they've just taken from the lower leagues who's okay, might do all right, but I mean, the, the, for, the run of form they were on at that point was awful. I think what possibly helped them as well, maybe that. Um, the performance at Celtic Park, you you know, th- you you know it just it got them a lot of praise, got them a lot of attention, and they've actually gone away and, and, and they've been able to prove to the, the critics this season that they they have a they have a real chance of staying up. I think the main thing though is that they've been able to because for ages they were doing well in the cups, but they weren't able to transfer that to week form. But the big thing is that Jack Ross has found a way to transform or to transfer the uh, cup form into the league and it's what one doesn't have. it's just a, I think it's a confidence thing like it's a real confidence thing I think and they I think they, gen- sorry, cut in, but I think they just genuinely made some good signings in January and although yeah. it did take them a wee bit of time to bed in they have started to play well as a team again yeah. and they don't seem to look devoid of ideas as they did before mm-hmm. Jack Ross was speaking during the week saying that it was a huge January transfer for them it's not something he doesn't want to do again because it was 10 players in 10 players out and it was massive risk not just financially but if it didn't gel it could be they could have replicated that first half form mm-hmm. I mean I, I for one thought that Simmer were gone to be honest not long ago and I think um, it's like, yeah, uh, uh, I would uh, like to reiterate that I backed them to stay up when they were five points adrift or something like that well I think uh, I backed them to go down to be honest and um, I'm happy to also be proved wrong well there's still a few more games left in the season I mean it's we can talk about the the kind of the playoffs in a few weeks when it is maybe um, settled. Certainly, a team that are are in the playoff position right now are uh, Wraith Rovers. Uh, they've got a home tie against Morton at the on on Saturday. Um, a very difficult game possibly for well for either side. I mean, Morton very similar position as Dundee United. Tom, they're they're sitting they're, they've been flying high, but they've actually not won in five. Just yeah. you know, it's quite. It's quite weird. I think it was the last two two home defeats as well, and that's 
after not being beat all, all, all year. Yeah, I think it was a year. full 12 months they went. So they're a phenomenal, phenomenal record. I mean, luckily enough for them, they will, they will be in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and I think that is them still overachieving this season. But massive game for Wraith Rovers. Yeah. Because I know um, Queen of South will have hopes of getting in the playoffs. And I think if, if Martin win, will that be... It's eight, eight points just now. Yeah. Um, how many games are left actually? Is there four? Four. Okay. Well. So yeah, if, if Martin win this, then they're that's the playoffs guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wraith Matt, they would need to win this. I think Wraith have just been so you. boring this mm. season, haven't they? Just see, can't, can't, they have they just yeah, can't seem to put mm. any run of form together. Win, lose, draw. To be fair, they've done all right at the start of the season, mm. um, and they proved a lot of people, including myself, wrong. But now I'm finally been proved right, and Wraith was a right way ninth place when I predicted they would be. The lockdowns. The lock banks, that's what we yeah, said. But John, but John Hughes came in and he didn't really, he struggled a little bit initially, didn't he? I mean, obviously, he had the, the, the kind of the cock up with the goalkeeping situation yeah, yeah. for a few weeks, really. That, that seemed to. Game, to, was, to, yeah. to oh, were you? I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't aware. We were, we were listening to his rant on the radio after the, oh, the, the Hamilton game, me and Ryan, and we were talking about, uh, well, the Aberdeen Hamilton game, and he was. Uh, Perfect, he, yeah, I know, <laughs> again. And he was. He was had a scathing attack on the SPFL, really almost. But I'm still surprised he took the job because he left Inverness due to fallout because he wasn't getting a big enough budget. But suddenly pops up at Rovers, so yeah. he needed to get a wage somewhere, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not that though. I think the he obviously because he was on Sports Sound a few times, and they obviously had been interviewed for posts and just mm. went, went down in England and wasn't getting anywhere. So I think he was. That's the thing. I don't know how much of his heart's in the job. Do you, th- do you think then he's, he's aiming higher still yeah. to, to get a bit? I mean, he's obviously a well respected guy amongst Scottish football fans, even. I mean, he did a phenomenal job at Inverness, but I, I trust we'll see him again in the Premiership one but day. That's what, he left Inverness after winning the Scottish Cup and European football with them, so I think he obviously wanted to aim higher and he's somehow ended up at Wraith Rovers because he can't get a job anywhere else. and Looks like he might be taking them down he's to the He's done one. what Jimmy Caldwell should have done. You know, just stayed in Scottish football and he would have still been getting employment somewhere. And yeah. the poor guy's not getting anything for years. Um, Cal- Cal- Calderwood's a director at Sam Beath. Is, is he? Yeah, he's a he's he? director uh, somewhere. Director at Tans, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's, he must still have. I think he's still got a belter of a tan. I've not seen him in years, honestly. No, he, no, no, he, no. He's. he's very tan now. Was he? <laughs> he's been just I was searching for the words there. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was hoping yeah. for something big there, and it was just like very tanned. Um, <laughs> if you thought he was bad a couple when he was Aberdeen oh, manager, it's horrible, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Sorry, we've got off on a tangent here about uh, Jimmy Calder's tan for some reason. Um, Hibernian champions elect, obviously, uh, they're well, they're struggling to just finally get over that line. Can, can they do it this weekend? I mean, more yeah, or less. More yeah. or less is it, no, they can. It's, yeah. if, if they win and Falkirk fail to win, Right, it's okay, over. it's over, finally. Yeah. I mean, we've been saying for months, really, like, when is this going to end? Because it's just it, hips, isn't it? It's just like, they're, they're just not really playing that attractive football, I think, it seems at the moment. I mean, they're, they're kind of, they're obviously, they're, they're now that the, the, the title is over, um, their ambition will be get, yeah. to get back to Hamden. Um, obviously, they're going back in a few weeks, but a little bit, their ambition will be in the, in the showpiece um, match at the end of the season. Just a word on Hibs, really, I mean, they are struggling, as we've said, to, to come forward. But is this really the kind of almost it's a bit of a drab game? This has it. I don't want to like criticise the game too much, but there's nothing really going for it. I suppose the Hibs will win the title. We know that Queen of the South are probably going to just miss out in the playoffs. I suppose if Hibs could win the league that day, and Queen of the South could put real pressure on Morton, depending on results. Is it's also a big goal difference that uh, I think there's a plus eight goal difference in yeah. favour of Morton. So. I just think uh, that Hibs, they seem to be able to get themselves up for the big games, but in terms of when it, as I think I said this previously, when it comes to like Dumbarton, Air United, Queen of South at home, they just can't really seem to, to feel that perform. Like even Neil Lennon had a go at his players. I don't know how, how scripted that was after <laughs> their draw away to Wraith. They just they just seem to stumble when it comes to sort of. Smaller teams. You could argue that as a kind of big game because well, it's a big the titles on the line. Yeah. So I reckon it'll be up for it. Been on the line for a few weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean. But this is it now. This is it on the line. Yeah. The can, when they can win it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because Fal- there's no guarantee Falker are getting three points. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And I think if Hibs, like I said, Hibs will 
will win this league and then they've got ambitions. Now, I think going forward, we will come on to them obviously in the, in the weeks uh, leading up to the, um, well, towards the end of the season. Hibs have, um, like, do, do we feel though that they've got a squad capable of competing next season in the, in the Premier League? Because I think I there's think been a lot been made about this. I mean, as we've just touched on, they struggle to kind of get over the line against the wee teams in the, in the, the championship, the teams that they should be beating. But they, they always get up for the bigger games. In terms of, because I was speaking to a few of my Hibs pals, and they still adamant that Hibs are a better team than Aberdeen. But uh, I think we, somebody asked a question, where would Hibs finish in the Premiership? I think about fourth or fifth. And I think they'll... Is it easy to say that, though, because we know that they're a big club? Because... But I would say that their squad is better than... Yeah, I think if you're talking yeah. about their squad, like guys like Cummins and stuff. Like, but even then, I think... Like, big game players that will... Has been goals a, and tough, like. almost been a slow season for Hibs. I think Aberdeen have uh, picked up more points in the Premiership than Hibs have in the Championship, but you'd be expecting Hibs to run away with it. Sure. If you know what I mean. You'd also be arguing that Aberdeen should be winning more or less every game, bar the the games against it's Celtic. Tough, and tougher then, league, though, tougher league. Obviously, it's tougher, but mm. I I think that I think they're gonna. They're going to get a bit of a wake-up call next year. I still think they need to do a lot of investing into the team. I, th- I think going forward, the Lennon seems to be the right man for that. He's got the experience of obviously Premier League f- football um, and so on. So I think this season though, is a is I just think they need to be success s- for them. Yeah, I just think they need to be smart about coming up. They can't be too blase. I mean, look at Rangers, for example. They kind of came in expecting to be challenged at Celtic and have found it a lot harder than it actually, they actually thought and... You could look at Martin Wycorn as well, how he can compare, him, yeah. compare him to Cummings, for example, who mm. scores for fun in the championship but might find it a bit more difficult when he takes a step up in his playing against better quality defenders. Cum- Cummings has had... He would have played in the, the Premiership, would he have? He, I get, oh, he missed... Uh, Stopping myself here, but he missed the penalty against Hamilton in the yeah. playoff, I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has he has at least played that, so he's got the experience of playing yeah. it, obviously it was a few years ago, but... He'll be. He's got to be up for next season because it's. I mean, if he's still there, is there talk that he's well, going to be? Last summer, I know there's Rangers and everything, well. but uh, well, we'll move on from from that game. The other game in the in the, the championship is Dumbarton versus Dunfermline. Uh, Dunfermline are going to be. They're probably going to be safe this season. This yeah, is it's it's such a meh game. Like, but it is meh. But then Dumbarton are only two points <laughs> clear away. No, it could all change yeah. again. Yeah. It, it could. I mean, Dumbarton are a team that. Again, nah. they're they're the other part timers in the. Mm. I, mean, nah, I, 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 I still think it's a. It is a man game, but I mean, uh, they could find themselves, but in ninth place, I mean, like yeah. it is, it is a big game for them. This is the game you forget about when you look back at the scorelines. This will be a one 0 to someone. It's going to be a four all game. I'm going to call it. I'm going to put both teams to score both halves in this game. <laughs> and lose all your money. Yes, as always. Um, they, uh, they. Well, well, we'll move on to the. Well, well, I know. I'm trying to see my place there. Now. I was hoping you'd talk up a good ten minutes about that game, Ryan. And you've just kind of shot it in the foot by saying it was a, a mega game, guys. It's it. difficult. Um, league one fixtures. Um, just shout out any any games that you think are obviously a big game. And Livingston won the league last mm. last week. Congratulations to them. I've not been on to, to say that. I know. Um, um, feels strongly about Stenhouse Muir winning this game. If you feel strongly, yeah. okay, go ahead. Then Stenhouse Muir, of course, hosting yeah. Livingston. Well, Livingston yeah. had a hangover from there. A week long hangover. Mm-hmm. Could and it be? of course, Stenhouse Muir won the week before, so. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I could see, I definitely see Hamish's reason to think that. Um, I mean, obviously, if you just look at the table, you think no, no chance, but Stenhouse Muir have been on a horrific run of form. They won last week. They won comfortably last week against these five. So uh, it's not a stretch to think that they could, um, they could catch uh, Livingston cold. Oh, so you could say catch Livingston there. It's like the f- <laughs> <laughs> not quite 30, 35 points behind. Um, well, of course, if 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 Stenhouse Muir do get get that win, um, great escape. Uh, they will they will actually leapfrog Peterhead potentially, which is quite frustrating from right. my point of view. C- can you? Confirmed. Did you say Peter Hibbert going to win the league? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You brought this up in the podcast. <laughs> to be fair, right? If you look at my reasoning, no, right, they, they, gonna... they were they they got to the playoffs last year. They they threw it away against Air. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought they were in worse. I can't even remember what the scores were, but um, they were. I'm sure they went into that game even as favourites against Air. They had the better of Air last season, mm-hmm. and they, they've got the same team, got the same manager. Yeah. I 
I don't know where it's gone wrong for them. I, I think I, even yeah. Rory McAllister's still banging in the goals. Leighton McIntosh is another really good player. It's also Nicky Riley, Simon Ferry. Yeah. These guys are for that level are, yeah. are top of the championship. Yeah. It's sorry, week one player. Yeah. Like, they should not be anyone near that level. Mm. And if, if it's if, not worth out, I, I don't know why. I think. I think it's just going to... It's just... Because there was a time, where, I think, this season where he thought, right, they're just going to be there. But because the champ, because, sorry, because League One is so close, it almost feels like a couple of results and you're all of a sudden, you're you're in the shit. And, and that's what Peterhead find themselves. I mean, they're only three points behind Stranraer. They're only two behind. They could go down as bottom place. You know, it, it, it could happen. And Peterhead travelled to East Fife this weekend. To be fair, East Fife... Uh, obviously Stennis Muir beat them last week so maybe a kind of similar scenario here and also Peter Head at home are horrendous however they're playing his fight away from home so, <laughs> I think it's just uh, one of these leagues where everyone beats everyone apart from your Livingston at the top there really isn't much between a lot of the type of teams is there and I think that's what makes it exciting no, no but I don't I, I'll still go along I don't think Peter Head should be anywhere near no. yeah. it, it's um, again I've talked about it on previous podcasts but Probably not getting the attention it deserves. Um, maybe, listen, maybe McInerney turns it around, but at the moment it's uh, not looking good. And I think, I think the main issue for Peterhead this season is they have been. There's been some very good performances. There's some very good results. They've beaten Livingston. They've beaten Yarrows, but they they've struggled with teams around them, and the whole form's been pretty pathetic. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, disappointing, scathing, scathing. scathing. Attack on, on I, I just think on you like, if you look at that, the, the players, the no, team, you're right, yeah. Like, you yeah. compared to Stenish Muir, yeah. like, there's got so much on, on paper that team's got goals all around Stenish Muir, a lot better. No disrespect to Stenish Muir, but it is a lot of those players in the Premiership two or three years ago, exactly. Yeah, um, the other games, obviously, uh, Alwa Athletic versus Brecon. Uh, I mean, Alwa have obviously they've tied up second. Well, they obviously they've got ambitions to go up, having come down last season. But is there a? Do, we've talked about this earlier on about trusting the the Premier League team go, going into a championship. Would could, I mean? Could you trust the the League One team beating yeah, I, 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 beating, beating the championship team this season? Because so the playoffs are structured differently. Yeah, I because mm. well, well, it's definitely a, a fairer system, I think, than the Premiership mm. one. Yeah. Uh, however, I think I've talked about it before. I don't see the teams in the League One being. That great no. compared to your mm. who if it would be likely be well at the moment straight rovers and Wraith rovers I think would comfortably be whoever are in mm-hmm. those positions yeah. at the moment. But again, a lot of it comes down to form. If Wraith are still on, I've still been quite patchy in terms of form. Or, or even if they lose the next four games, then maybe I'll be starting to worry. But I think if Air United, have enough. yeah, I think if Air United find themselves in the playoff position come end of the season, I think you could say that they. They go down. Yeah, I don't know. I still think yeah. they, I still think they've got enough um, to beat to beat whoever will be in there. But um, I think it's just so so difficult to beat. So well drilled. Yeah. Air. Yeah, they don't no, take a lot of beating. Oh, yeah. no, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's going to be exciting regardless. I think what happens towards the end of the season. Um, the other picture of uh, Stranraer versus Airdrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, you're obviously you tipped Airdrie to win the league this season. Uh, yeah, for thank you. For uh, it, well, you, you criticise. Yeah. I know they're third. To be fair, better, better, better than Peterhead. Head, but, um, I think we all we all kind of criticised you for that one as well. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think the one of the main reasons why I thought that was because they were a full, well, they are a full time team yeah. in that league, and Ian I Kent. think that goes all <laughs> <laughs> it goes a long way uh, and. Yeah, again for them it's not worked out, but um, I don't know. I just I, I think even finishing the playoffs, so I don't think it's a bad season for Airdrie, uh, realistically. And though they were, a, I think going into the season, if they offered the top three, mm-hmm. maybe would have won second or first or second, given that you know Livingston as well. I think there was always going to be a bit of battle between them and Livingston, but that's not panned out at all. However, if they still get the playoffs, there's obviously still a chance. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's quite a slight chance. Very small chance. Do we fancy Queen's Park's chances of nicking, nipping into that in uh, League One playoff? I mean, they, they host Albion at Hamden this week and well, it's only one point in it. If, if Queen's Park win, probably kills off Albion yeah. psychologically. And and all of a sudden, Queen's Park could find themselves in the, in the playoffs. Albion have been, been on a great run of form recently, so it's a more difficult game than you might think. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know what I mean. I think Queen's are probably better than East Fife, who are 
to a fifth place. But mm-hmm. again, there's a much more muchness in that kind of area. I don't think there's much between teams, and that's Brecon included as well. And that, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of those three teams uh, mm-hmm. clinch that last four. Any of the four of them, Albion, or, or even Albion as well, because they they have uh, they they give us such a good run of form. Well, moving to League Two now. I think this is the real, the real exciting league, to be honest. Especially the bottom half of the of the league. I, mean, I, I know it's difficult to talk up uh, League Two when kids are in, but there's still a lot to play for this season. Uh, certainly uh, at the bottom of the table, uh, and but on the top, and there's only one point in it between Forfar and our Broth, uh, Beath and Clyder, well, 33 and 30 points at the bottom, it's, it's going to be... Well, still going to do their best to chuck a playoff position. I mean, Elgin, Elgin are normally a banker on the coupon, right? And they've slept me down so many times this season. You know, they are, the home, they were playing Montrose last week. And they were, I hope, if they're playing at home, then... I mean, they, were, they drew one on Montrose last week. Not this season. It was, uh, it was, they were, they were bottom three, of the form table. Yeah, the bottom of the form table, yeah. yeah. It's just like one, two wins and ten or something ridiculous. And that was... Ten games. That was sorry, eight games ago. Like it's pretty, it's pretty difficult for Elgin going forward. I think Elgin or Clyde this weekend. Yeah. That is a, is a big game for both teams. Clyde especially, you would think, they they they've got to stay in this league, haven't they, Lewis? And yeah. you'll be you'll be in attendance. You I were will saying be in that, attendance. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those ones that like, I've quite good play Elgin this season. I think they'll they want to play them now because um, as I said, Elgin have another read this run of form and Clyde just won last weekend so there will be a bit of confidence there um, but I think uh, I've talked about it in um, kind of length way about um, what Clyde, Clyde what I kind of got from a lot of uh, what Clyde was saying after uh, like the players and managers and stuff after the game there was a real feeling that these next four games are all must win uh, so I think I think they'll have that in mind, and I, I would not be surprised at all to see Clyde win this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's quite a big thing to say, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It would not surprise me given that they won last week and they've gone against Elgin at a time when Elgin have been on such a really poor run of form. Well, of course, if if Clyde failed to win, Cowdenbeath could have the opportunity to, to well, tie level with them. Uh, Cowdenbeath travelled to on form, Stirling Albion. Uh, I mean, incredible season, really, from Stirling Albion. Cowdenbeath are rock bottom there in trouble and obviously in the, the danger of of going down in that in that well they're going in that playoff position. I, I know I've brought up a couple of times but Cowdenbeath going into a playoff against East Cobride or I think Cove Rangers are top of the league in the Highland League. I mean yeah. do we do we fancy their chances? Because it happened last season with East Sterling going down. Cowdenbeath going down three years in a row would be pretty horrific. Well Lewis mentioned it on the podcast mm-hmm. earlier on in the week that saying that probably we'd fancy Cowdenbeath over the East, probably East Kilbride because East Kilbride of a parlay. So it's conspiracy theory. No, no, no. no um, don't want to go up. No, it's nothing like that. Obviously, East Kilbride put oh, actually a lot of money into it, and mm-hmm. there is that uh, thing surrounding it. However, uh, I don't think the manager's anywhere near as good as some of the players have got there, uh, and um, they ha- and they've obviously won the old league now, but. Um, it took, it took them a bit longer than expected given how good a run they were on earlier in the season and I think I, don't, I just don't think it's a given because a lot of people are saying it as a given I, I don't think it is at all yeah. um, and also it's not a given that I, 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 you may know better than me about this Matt but um, I, I, is it Cove Co- Cove I think are top of the I don't have the table in front of me but Cove are top and there's three teams going for the title I think Cove Bucky Brora I think Brora might be top no, it's Bucky Brora 78 Cove 76 I wonder if my granny will be going to the Bucky and Thistle Martin, games. Martin, Martin yeah. were up there, I don't know if they're fourth. They're fourth. Game in hand as well. So, I mean, I, but does, again, it's not even a given that East Kilbride will beat them. So it's, I don't, don't want to see Brora there, in honesty. Just cause I don't Brora, they, want to see Brora there, yeah, to be exactly. honest. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to go up, so they're just taking up a spot. There. Is there any team? I think the Co- Cove Rangers Co- Co- want Co- to go up. Go up yeah. They've applied to get into the league yeah. before. So. Yeah, and I think for Martin, they're still too small to come up. If I'm honest, because they only got into the into the Highland League six seasons ago, they were juniors as well. So it is. I know we've talked. Sorry, Nicholas. Have Cove got their new stadium built yet? 
Um, so it's, been a, it's been approved. I think it's the. Yeah. Um, it's a road of a ground share for quite a bit. Well, yeah. they, they were they were playing at at Emberuri in Bank City. I mean, because I remember the evening express and Duke Reuters as it said, new stadium plans confirmed. I think it was oh, for Martin have a decent enough following as well I mean, there's a lot of people that have kind of jumped on the bandwagon of um, since they've got investment from Dubai um, they've actually they because they, they, they've got the, uh, yeah because <laughs> I, I always remember the headline in the Evening Express coming away with that like for Martin with the SP uh, the, the, the Man City of the, the Highland League it was like the most ridiculous thing ever to sell papers but as I was saying I mean for Martin are still in where shout Cove and Broda it, it's such a it's such a toss up really though in that league and there's so I think each team scored well over 100 goals in that league that it is it is going to be interesting you know it's, it's definitely not done compared to the to the um, to the Lowland League um, Edinburgh City of course they, they came up from the Lowland League last season uh, they're they're still very much in with a chance of staying up. Obviously, they're four points clear of, of Cowden Beath at the bottom. And uh, they, they travel up the coast to Arbroath this weekend. Um, uh, Jamie Walker, by the way, scored again last week. Uh, Don, Don's hero. Uh, uh, he, he's been doing all right. Uh, have, you seen, have you managed I, to see him? I have seen Jamie. Yeah, um, I it was all right. Um, oh, no, I, think he, I think it was him that actually scored an absolute screamer ago. What was that? Um, I can't remember the game. I will, I will uh, remember it. Yeah, it was at Meadowbank. Yeah. Uh, it was against Montrose, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was him, though. Uh, Josh Walker, if it was someone well, else. Uh, well, but are already... Obviously, they're going for the title. They've yeah. got ambitions to go up automatically, you would think, because they've secured like second place. You know, there's no doubt about that. I, don't think, I, I think Edinburgh, I think, will be OK. I do. I yeah. think they've yeah. been really, really smart in terms of the recruitment. They've mm-hmm. brought in, obviously, Josh Walkers and... Um, Eric Ryden. Well, oh, yeah. Ryland's an interesting one. Um, Has he done anything again in the last few weeks? Yeah, I, I, I mean, certainly BE, I don't think it's really worked out for them. Um, and I think the issue has been scoring goals. But in yeah. terms of, like, a guy like look at Mark Laird, who just was a Man City youth player, oh, right, okay. and he's been down the kind of English lower leagues, and he, uh, he's he been an excellent sign. And I think, if anything, I think he's be one of the players he may be touting for team of the year I think he has been their kind of talisman and it's guys like that that have really uh, helped them I think this season um, but their issue I suppose has been, been scoring goals but I think they've been scoring quite a few goals I'm really um, might be wrong in that but uh, if Edinburgh stay up does this prove that the playoffs are, like the relegation no, thing has actually worked no I what? think the, 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 the pyramid system is a complete shambles anyway and it's not the height because I think it's I think this I like I, I've, I've enjoyed this because no it, no no it, it's a good it, yeah. like, listen we need pyramids and we need relegation from the seniors however yeah. the way they've done it listen if kind of beef were to go down or I don't know Montrose or something there was all that thing of oh they're going to play in a Highland League the kind of beef kind Montrose would that was the the cut off is the cut okay. off is but that's what I'm saying the pyramid doesn't work though if you're going to have Montrose get rele- relegated and play in the Highland League because they would go out of business like it just would not it wouldn't work like so I, I think there still has to be a refinement I think they still need to get the juniors involved in that but um, I think in terms of the, the just the basic principle of putting more team new teams in the league I think it's been, been great yeah uh, and I think Edinburgh have been a breath of fresh air into the league well, but as I, I don't see them winning on Saturday. I think that's a that's too tough for them, and I think our both of, I, I think they'll have way too much for them. And the final game of of the uh, the, the League Two calendar is um, Montrose hosting Forfar, of course, as we've we've touched on with, with Forfar, uh, the the Derby, the East Coast Derby, uh, as well. Um, just I, I again, Montrose may may have ambitions to to actually go. I don't actually realise how good. Of, We've run a form, they've been odd. Um, Montrose, yeah, I think three wins in the last four. Enjoy the last game as well. So, um, they've done they've done miraculously well anyway. So, uh, it's going to be an exciting end to the to the season, I think. Regardless, um, uh, just I mean that that obviously covers our weekend preview. Um, I've got a couple of questions. We put in the questions always um, to the panel, and you guessed that the snowman is a uh, came came back with the first answer. Um, He's asked, uh, why do Killy never get credit for playing young players, um, but the media have a collective orgasm when it comes to Rangers uh, playing two youngsters? 
Hey, discuss, I suppose. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's a fair point he brings up. I think, um, I don't know what the exact stats are, but certainly a large portion of Kelly's team of late has been, has been youngsters, has been made up of youngsters. Yeah. Uh, and I think even when people are discussing the teams that bring through talent, Kelly are never discussed. It's always Hamilton or it's maybe Falkirk and mm-hmm. United as well, I suppose, uh, of late. Uh, and I think Kelly have actually, if you look at it, they've actually produced quite a lot of decent yeah. players of late. Uh, and the main thing is they're giving players a chance as well. So yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that. Uh, Andrew Gamba, of course, uh, friend and host of the show. Uh, he wasn't available today. Um, he came in just as we were leaving. Um, he said, uh, what eight post-split fixtures would you have chosen to televise? I've got the fixtures just up here. So guys, just have a, have a look and see. But it's a quite, quite difficult, I suppose. Also, you know that the old firm game is going to be televised. Depending on how the situation lies at the end of the season, probably Inverness and Motherwell. I, th- I think going at the minute. I, I could still because that's different though because I think if they want to televise that game, they can. Yeah, I, that's I what I mean. Like going depending on, on the situation. But I think the only the only one for me I think that really stands out is part of Thistle Celtic one. I think if I, I think we've got to look at this as well from a television profit point of view but Rangers I mean, Aberdeen is a much get bigger game oh yeah exactly Celtic. that's why I, that's the only no brainer for they, me just, they never seem to televise um, the Ibrox there is a Rangers Aberdeen games at Ibrox there is a I don't know if it's still a rule but there was a rule for years where uh, there could only be four uh, games broadcast from Celtic and Park and Ibrox like, so four each Yeah. Uh, and obviously you two of your fun games yeah. take that up so I think for us we've had a Hearts game uh, televised this season we get the other heart uh, game and at the end of the season. Obviously, there'll be this game as well. So. And then Rangers have had Hamilton. Hamilton opening day. Yeah, they kicked off the season. And I don't know if that can be true or not, though, because they've had more of a total rubbish. I don't think they have. Hamilton opening day of the season. And they're going to have hearts here as well, so that must be true. Yeah. I'm surprised that the Aberdeen Hearts game isn't televised. Actually, but, um, it's a Sunday. It's a, it's the Sunday three o'clock game. I, I, I'm more surprised why that. Why, why is that a Sunday and it's not a Saturday? Given that Celtic's Johnson's a Saturday, like because I know they like doing the whole spot in the tee or spot in like Bob Six will play Saturday, Bob yeah. Six plays Sunday. But um, for there, it's not on I, TV. I it doesn't that. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why, why have that? Yet why make it awkward? Was it yeah. Sunday at three, which makes absolutely no sense yeah. to anyone? Yeah. You just have that game as the, the Saturday game. What the obviously will be or televise it at lunchtime. Yeah. Um, Maybe Hibs are playing at home or something. That'll be a mm, season thirty for me. Will be up. Thirty for me. Is the season not finished by then? Yeah, they'll f- no, you, be clear. Uh, oh, oh, no. Six of me. Six. Nah, it's not thirty for me. That's uh, six of me, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm weekend. Yeah. Okay, seventh of me then. Must be something like that. You could be right, aye. You could be right. Oh well, we've not really given him eight games, but I, mean, I suppose we've kind of covered uh, the games. Uh, Kyle Lennon has tweeted us in saying, uh, "Do you think Partick will be top six again next season, or even further?" Just, I mean, I think it's a surprise they've managed to get it, sneak in. Depends. Uh, if Hibs come up, I can see Hibs being uh, top six, uh, taking. Partick's spot mm. to be honest and then depends whoever comes up through okay. the playoffs yeah. like you could potentially get Falkirk or Dundee can, can it get better for this also because they, they've had a phenomenal season yeah. they, they are a club that are clearly on the up mm. you know they've got a manager that's, that's been there for four four seasons four years now yeah. uh, he's the longest serving manager in the league you know I mean I mean you like to think so if you're a Thistle supporter yeah. but it's been uh, it's almost an expect, expectation that they will move aside when yeah. Hibs do come up like, just I don't necessarily think Hearts are definitely guaranteed top six because it depends what Cathal's like. If he has a similar first half of the season as he has this half, the second half of the season, um, I think he'll be gone. And yeah. I, I can totally see them not finishing the top six. And St. Johnson, are they due a shot out of the top six? I don't know if it works like that. but <laughs> uh, Move over for him. Yeah, and I just and, think over the course of the season that these teams have too much for the, compared to the quality of the teams in the bottom six. And yeah, there, there is a real golf this season, isn't there? They always yeah. will end up. It'll be really interesting to see if, like, if Hibs kind of join the. Because I know obviously Thistle have rightly underplaced in the top six, but for so long it was the top five this season, there was such a gap. But interesting to see if Hibs join that and it's a top six, and there is just such a massive gap, or will we see a kind of similar thing pattern this it, season where it's one of the one of the kind of better teams will drop off and we'll see maybe a Thistle I think you almost might see the league splitting like it has this season it's kind of three parts where you've got 
Celtic at the top, and then you know, Aberdeen Rangers. Kind of fighting out with yeah yeah, and then St Johnston Hearts well perhaps even four parts then St Johnston Hearts and then the rest of them. Hmm. It'll be exciting regardless. I mean, I think next season definitely will be good. Hmm. Obviously, there's still much to play for this season. Uh, one final bit um, from myself. I asked Johnny Clark uh, all the way from Germany to put on a, a a bookie corner special this weekend for this weekend's games. Uh, kind of threw him under the bus with it, but he's come away with uh, Annan. Or both, a Kelly double chance, uh, Rangers, Peterhead double chance, <laughs> bold. Uh, he says, "There's your coupon," and that uh, that offers thirteen to one. A we tip Peterhead to win the league. So. Yes, I know, but uh, this is that was back then. This is now when they're they're terrible. So no, I think Peterhead on a bad show yeah. this week. So thirteen to one. We'll we'll obviously we'll post that on the on the Twitter account. Um, probably tomorrow, probably Saturday morning. Hopefully this goes out obviously before the the game, so that any of the Kelly and Hearts fans can listen to it. Um. Guys, I'd just like to say thanks very much for, for coming on. Lewis, thank you for hosting. Thanks for having the, giving us the pancakes. Uh, of course. For sitting in your in your table. And uh, thanks for putting me up as a yeah. putting up with me as a host, guys. Appreciate it. it. Um, obviously, get yourselves out to a game this weekend. Uh, I won't be out again. I'll be in Greece. Enjoy your Easter eggs as well. Yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got an Easter egg. Yeah, I'm going home on Monday, so I'll get my Easter egg. Oh, that's a good Friday. Happy podcast. Easter to all the listeners. Of course. Um, oh, they have an eggs on. Yeah. Oh, I'll end it right there. Right, we're, we're ending it right there. Bye, guys. Yeah.